What's going on guys It's your boy Cam Sitting here with my lovely wife Vicky And we are your hosts for the podcast Everything is we Hey There we go Alright today guys Today we're going to talk about Reasons why you should get married A couple weeks ago we talked about Some things that we looked up on the internet That I looked up on the internet On reasons why people get divorced And today we're going to talk about Reasons why people should get married So do you want to go Do you want to get like What what you know the internet says Or do we just want to go off the, off, the, off the top of the dome I don't, I don't care what the internet the says cuff. All right. I, they don't be right all the time anyway. So I'll go first. So number one, this takes the cake for me. The number one reason to get married is you want to honor God with the covenant of marriage and have dominion on the earth. All right. You want to honor God. In the covenant of marriage. How do we do that? We create a little ecosystem of of what God wants, right? In the beginning, he created Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve then had children. And then they had dominion over that sphere that God gave them. Well, I think the premise of that is... That marriage is a physical representation of God's love for us. So it's basically just duplicating what the whole purpose of God and the church is. That's it's literally what marriage is. It's the same thing. We're just replicating that. That was that was your answer? No, that was your answer. I was just expounding on what you said. Oh, okay. But you went real deep and spiritual with that one. That's cute. I like it. You're a preacher, so you're gonna do it anyway. Um, if there's one thing Cam's going to do, he's going to preach. Uh, <laughs> I don't even really think that was preaching, but it was reason number two, why you should get married when being with that person is better than you're better with that person than you are by yourself, but you like who you are by yourself. So you like that person as much as you like yourself or you love that person as much as you love yourself. And what I mean by that is I feel like some people get married because they want somebody to complete them or make them better because they don't like certain things about their life or they don't like certain things about themselves. But you should be at a place before you get married where you actually do like yourself and like the life that you have, but you see a better future for yourself with that person with you does that make sense break it down for me in a more simple way okay so like you're at a place where you're content with who you are and with where you are in life you know why you're why you're here you know you know, what your purpose is or whatever. For the most part, you should be at a place where you're solid enough to know who you are and love yourself. And then when somebody comes along and is able to be in your space and 
y'all are better together, even though you were already good without them. But because you're better, it's because you're better together, you guys make a good team. So then you're like, okay, we're going to join forces and become supersonic. That didn't make any sense the way I So basically, that. you're movement by yourself, but you're a force when you're together. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's what I meant. That's what I was meaning. Because So baby girl, you make me better. Yes. So essentially, essentially what I'm saying is you have you have purpose on your own and you know what that is and you understand who you are and you understand what what you should be doing with yourself, with your life, everything like that, right? But then somebody comes along and they kind of add to that in a way that and you add to to them as well. It's an exchange. It's two people doing that together. But you see the benefit and the value of y'all being a team. And so you decide to become a team and work together towards the same goal and the same purpose. But the key is you already know who you are and that you're good enough in who God created you to be. But being with that person fulfills what you both have to do in life. I agree because it's like you, you already have to be, uh, let me, let me correct that. Let me, let me go back. You, if you're a mature person or as my dad would say, mature, mature, if you're a mature believer, (laughs) if you're a mature person, individual, uh, man, woman, you already have to be confident and mature enough within your own self because getting married young people getting will, married at all period people will literally throw so many doubt that's doubts and matter what darts they don't matter what age you are they're going to do that regardless doubt darts at you you sure man what man you 20 and you, you what? have to be and secure you, that, in your that, decision. That, and it be, and it would even be people in the church, in the church that you attend, in the church that you grew up in. It will be, it will be some folks that you would just never would have thought would say some stuff like that to you. And specifically me, I'm about to get personal here because <laughs> I was the, I'm the pastor's son, and you're questioning, am I ready to get married? Don't you think I've had a conversation with my parents? Don't you think that they've been involved in the entire process? Even if you didn't watch your, watch your business. Mind your business. So these people will, will, will ask you these intrusive questions. And I'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Number one, you're not going to get me a wedding gift. <laughs> so I have no obligation to answer any of your questions. Uh, Condescending questions. Condescending, derogatory, Backhanded. uh interrogative questions as if I'm going to be on doggone 60 Minutes. <laughs> 60 Minute News reporting live. Young man's attempting to get married at 23. Doesn't he know there's so many women out there that he can sleep with? <laughs> what is he doing? Man, you're young. You got a whole life ahead of you. Go out and have fun. What does, what even does mean? that even mean? I just want to say this. I want to say this. So sleeping around with multiple women and creating 
so many emotional and sexual uh, ties with other people. So you you claim that to be fun, and you no wonder why when you actually do get married, you so jacked up in your head because you got all these personalities that have been in contact with you on a spiritual level. And in the Bible days, I'm preaching now, in the Bible days, you weren't married until you had sex. So some of you are spiritually having sex with all these people and you wonder why you messed up. You wonder why you have bad dreams. You wonder why you can't sleep at night. You wonder why you don't have no peace. You wonder why, you wonder why, you wonder why. <laughs> it's because you didn't slept around. Oh boy. You have used... Uh, a tool and it's well you know pun intended you have used a tool and a key to unlock many doors as opposed to cherishing what you have and and unlocking one this just that's it sounds really wrong what i'm saying but i really mean this in the most pure uh positive way i can possibly say it it's just it just it literally it literally 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 blows my mind and every time someone says something crazy like that to me, while they're speaking in my head, I'm like, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to hold on to my thought. Okay. So when you were saying that, it made me think of this. Cause I'd be thinking about this sometimes when I'm in the shower, like, you know how people say, Oh, I can't wait to, or no, not even can't wait. It's just like, they consider getting married, settling down. I hate that. Like, I hate when people use that terminology to describe getting married because getting married was not settling down to me. We turned up. We turned up. Like, I feel like if you look at marrying somebody as settling down, you're looking at it as your life ends when you marry that person. And that's what the world makes it all. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're settling down or, oh, I I, I want to do all this before I settle down. And it's like, why do you have to settle down to get married? And have kids like you don't have that's not settling down you can still live life with somebody that you like and y'all can do all the fun things and exciting things and adventurous things you want to do together why do you have to settle down to do that and to me it like perpetuates the idea that marriage is like bondage it's like the end of everything it's like you can't live your life so then that's why people look at it like well why are you getting married when you're young why are you settling down so early and it's like i'm not settling i didn't settle down when we got married everything fun and exciting and adventurous and young and lively that i wanted to do i didn't do any of it till i got married he's probably the best friend i've ever had actually he is the best friend i've ever had so you wanted me to do all those things with a bunch of friends that i'm not gonna be friends with in 10 years that sounds like mm. ruined memories to me I'm really glad I waited to do all the things that I wanted to do in life with my husband because I have those memories with him and they're great. A lot of fun nights <laughs> and no guilt attached to it. That's even better. Um, no so guilt, shame or disappointment. So, there's something so freeing about being married. It's very freeing because if it doesn't feel freeing, that's a good reason to not get married. <laughs> if it feels freeing, that's a reason to get married. That's a good reason. Now, there are people that may watch this podcast that may not be believers and they may have sex with multiple you people. You made it this far. And they may not feel any shame, disappointment, or condemnation. People but maybe you maybe you watch shame. and maybe you do feel guilt, shame, and disappointment. I wonder why. 
<laughs> and I'm not I'm not speaking down on you. I'm not I'm not being condescending, but I'm just saying there is a reason why you feel the way that you do, because we were not designed to have all of these broken connections with people. Facts. Our bodies are are sacred. Uh, uh, the Bible says that our bodies are the temple and your body includes your mind as well. That's not just a sex thing. That's a any relationship that you have, a connection that you make with friends and even some of your family. Those connections can be yeah. toxic and detrimental to your mental and physical health. I know they wrote a song that said your body is a wonderland. Who wrote that song? Your body is a wonderland. Oh. I know they said that, but listen, your body is a temple. Your body is sacred. Your body is precious. Your mental so, health so is precious. So cherish Cherish your entire body, your mind, body, and soul. Cherish it like God cherishes it. And so if you're feeling guilt, shame, disappointment because of things that you have done or things that have happened to you, seek some, seek some professional help, seek some spiritual counseling, and then figure out, okay, God, man, you got to help me through this. You got to help me with this. Because you don't want to walk into a potential fruitful relationship with past traumas and past guilt and past shame. Because that's that's going to affect you having a good marriage. Right. That's going to be a reason why you should not. A, re- a good reason why you you should is if you do have issues and things to work through and the person that you're with is supporting you through those things. We always talk about why it's so important to get to know somebody before you get married and like talk about things with them because that's a good way to figure out like, okay, is this person supportive? Do they support me in all aspects? Not just like, are they going to support me financially? But like, do they support you emotionally, mentally? Um, You know what I'm saying? Like those things should be you should be able to gauge those things when you're when you're just talking with that person, not even even like really serious. Like that's why that's why I always emphasize your foundation of your relationship should be the friendship. Like if I say that one more time, I feel like <laughs> if you haven't heard me say that by now, you haven't been watching because I say it every single episode. The friendship is so important because that's where you establish common ground on do we actually support one another? Do we like each other? So a good reason to be married would be that you both support each other in all aspects. But primarily the most important would be mentally and emotionally. Do you guys support each other in that way? Do you feel safe with that person? Do they allow you space to express yourself without shutting you down or shutting you out? Do they listen to you? You know what I mean? Do you have like good conversations where they're actually listening and having a conversation back with you, exchanging words that are nice and kind? Is that happening? If that's happening, that's a good nice reason. Nice and kind. That's a good reason to get married. Essentially, that, that one was a good reason to get married is, are y'all friends? Because <laughs> that's what a friendship is. That's what a friendship is. Friendships are supportive. You share emotionally. You know what I mean? You allow yourself. It's a safe space. That's what friends are for. Are y'all friends? Are y'all for real friends? If y'all are like best friends for real, for real, for real, like not just, oh my God, he's my best friend. No, like, is he really like, yo, ride or die? Like, is she really like, yo, if I got 
to tell anybody anything, I'm gonna tell this girl because like, she, I'm, I know I can go to her because she's the one that I can go to. She's the one that I can go to. He's the one that I can go to. You know what I mean? That's how you know. That's a good reason. That's a good reason to get married. It's good. Do you have any other reasons? If you know you're gonna be a good spouse. Well, yeah. That if goes, you if you want to be married, that goes back to knowing <laughs> who you are and knowing what your purpose is. If you want it, and you you have if you want you to. have <laughs> mature reasons. Like no, I know I'm going to be a good because this is I want to foster a healthy home. I want to foster a healthy lifestyle. I want to you know what I'm saying? I want to have children and raise them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. I want to you know what I'm saying? Like that's like those are great. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but yeah, sometimes sometimes people know those things about themselves, but then they still choose somebody who's not in on the same level as they call it. So how do you know that you should marry them? Even though you know you're a good person, how do you know that they're a good person to marry? We're just talking about good reasons to get married. I, we're not talking about, you know, oh. who to choose. That's, I mean, that's part of the reasons. How do you know somebody is the one? That's the top question that we've gotten in the past 10 years we've been married. That's not. I mean, past you go seven back years to we've the been list. married. If we go back to the list, it does not say, how do you know someone was the one? That wasn't a question. You want to read it? That wasn't. The, <laughs> How do you know someone's a one? Because I will never answer that. It says that. good reasons to get married. How you know when someone is the one. But you just said good reasons to get married. I did not. I read it both. You didn't read, read the whole thing. I read both. Because I would have never started. Okay. How do you know when some? You just know. You tell me. <laughs> you just know. But those reasons will let you know. The reasons will let you know. The good reasons. You know they're the one because that's the one you want. Pretty much. And you've. You've communicated. Not just want, but you've communicated need. with wise counsel, i.e., your parents, day parents, and they're like, actually, no, you know, if they're wise. Now, if y'all, you know, some of us, that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna yeah. say us. You some, gotta know for yourself. Some of y'all got some wild parents, and they just you gotta know for yourself. But you have, you know, it's just you just when you know, you know when something is right, and this is what cracks me up. I may have said this before. Women, oh, they claim this. Mm-hmm. And I and I have to generalize them now. Why do you have to generalize? Because this is what a woman's intuition oh is never wrong. <laughs> oh, but some of y'all still be choosing these jive turkeys. Hmm. So what 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 is your intuition telling you? Or or did you ignore? Get, I feel like people get intuition and feelings or emotions intertwine they mix them up because you knew when he was cheating on you okay but you didn't know you didn't your intuition didn't tell you that beforehand your intuition didn't save you a heartbreak you had a heartbreak on a full moon all right i'm i just i just want to know <laughs> what is it i just want to know i'm just saying we're talking about the good reasons hey they died now you went back and you said uh how do you know when someone's the one i'm just telling you what the people wanted to know this is what the people ask every single time we saying, touch a uh, mic, a phone, a computer. We know they, they do have a lot of repeat questions. Knew, they ask the same thing over and did, over and over again. How did you know that Vicky was the one? How did you know that Cam was the one? That's what they be wanting to know. And we answer it every time. No, we don't. We do. Y'all, I just knew. And that's what you say every time. So it's not ignoring it. You say the same thing every time. I guess. <laughs> When you really love someone and 
you both are on the same page, that's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. Honestly, if you're on the same page, I think a good reason is on the same page. If you're on the same page, you have to know that you're on the same it's page. Like I, it's like what I was saying on Friday. How can two walk together except they be agreed? People, How can two walk together except they agree where they're going? Two people getting together saying this is what we are going to do and this is the direction that we're going to go. But you also, have to do be, you also have to be aware of like, okay, they verbally have said that they agree on where we're going, but their actions also back that up because some people will say that they agree on where they're going, but they really not being 100% honest about how they really feel because they just like you. So then they like in their feelings about everything. So they'll say what you want to hear, but then really they're not really like a fully aware or fully in that. Their actions need to line up with what they're saying too. Everything that you said, I mean, you've proven that you actually believe those things and you have also put forth the effort to show me that that's what page you was on. You know, looking back, you did you did make an effort to make sure that I knew that that's what your intentions were. Well, because one thing one thing that I know and that's why I knew. Okay. One thing I know about me, if you're going to say you're going to do something, please keep your word. A lot of people don't. That's sad. Be a man or woman of your word. And that's one thing about me. My dad always told me, Son, if you tell somebody you're going to do something, do, do it. it. If you tell me you're going to do something, do it. If you don't think you're going to be able to do it, tell me. Don't think you go, oh, man, I'm going to let my dad down. And then you, and then it just don't never happen. And then he's like, no, don't do that. And that always stuck with me. I believe you said this. You may not remember this when we were dating. Like, if you say you're going to do something, like, do it. Because, like, I don't, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up. Mm-mm. And, like, nobody wants to be crushed. Oh, he said he was going, he promised me this, this, and he never, like, listen, I, I will go to great lengths to be a man of my word. Yes. Huge red flag is somebody who doesn't keep their word. If they don't follow through, if their follow through is trash and it's not something that can be like, if it's not something that's improving over time, if it's not something that they're working on actively or not showing you at all. That's a red flag. Like, please don't think, oh, maybe when we get married, they'll start following through. Nope. Mm-mm. Take it for what it is. People who don't follow through are not trustworthy. You have to be able to trust somebody. Like I said, do they create a safe space for you In on all fronts? Just do they create a safe space? You're not in a safe space if somebody don't follow through. If they don't keep their word. If they lie. That's lying, basically. When you say you can do something and you can't, like, like you just have to take it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes we try to make excuses for people because we can see how they could do better and we want them to do that better and think, okay, well, maybe if I just help them. All right, listen, you need to make a timeline. You got six months to prove to me that you are trustworthy and that you're going to follow through. If you take, if them whole six months, you do not follow through and you're not trustworthy, you, you just need to leave. I'm sorry. Just don't date them no more. Don't talk to them no more. They ain't work. It's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. 
Because a lot of times what people show us in the beginning, the things that they show us, it like amplifies when things go wrong, you know? Like there's no like, I think, I feel like for women we're different because like our adrenaline kicks in and like we have like this motherliness that kicks in when things go wrong sometimes. So like instead of like breaking down and like doing the wrong thing, like when something bad happens, we try to fix things and make it right. You know what I'm saying? So then like we, when we go through things, we're always looking for the solutions we're solution oriented and we're like okay like this is bad but i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna I'm do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this so then when we see somebody else like going through a situation we assume that they're gonna do the same thing i.e a man we assume that that man is gonna do the same thing or we'll try to fix him to make him do the right thing it ain't they don't work like that when men go through you things see, it doesn't work their, like that their character shows if it's good character their good character will kick in but if they have bad character their bad character is gonna no show grade. itself like it's gonna come out no remember we talked about grade. in a few episodes back the compartments when they're put in a hostile or surprise situation whatever's in their compartments that attaches to hostile surprise uncomfortable whatever is attached to that in them, in them compartments is gonna pop out pop goes weasel you gonna get a taste of whatever's back there in their brain and it may not be a good thing. So if they showing you signs and symptoms of some bad compartments that cannot be fixed by you, they can be fixed, just not by you. God can fix it. Only God can fix it. And they got to want to fix it. You can't help nobody. They don't want to be helped. That's a word for somebody. Um, then exit stage left. Find somebody who's a little more put together because you're going to be disappointed trying to fix people. Listen, I get so many people in my DMs asking me questions that are like, how do I fix this person questions? And I'm like, y'all got to stop trying to fix people. You cannot fix a grown human being. After you're 18 years old and you leave your guardian house, whoever was taking care of you, you are an adult. If that person is not together, the only person that can fix them is themselves and God. That's it. Maybe a therapist. Maybe. You ain't none of them. So it ain't gonna work. Don't try to fix them. Please stop trying to fix people. It's not happening. It's not. It's just not. Sorry to break it to you. Sorry to bust your bubble. It, a good reason to, to get married would be you don't feel like you have to fix them. That would be a good reason. <laughs> if you feel like you gotta fix somebody, you probably shouldn't marry them. Thank you. Girl, you preach it. Just saying, I just want to speak for all of the fixers in the world. I'm a fixer, so I understand. One of the top reasons why I feel like me and Cam work so well together is because I don't feel like I have to fix him. He's not a project for me. You can't fix no man. I've had a lot of project relationships that have failed because you can't change people, you can't fix people, and you can't help people who don't want to be helped. Always, the, the saying goes, help ain't help if, if it, it ain't, ain't helping. helping. And there's a lot of people I've tried to help and it was not helping. Those those relationships ended up trash. You can't fix nobody when you need hey, that, that's the when other thing. When you need fixing yourself. That's the other thing. Out uh, here trying to fix somebody, people and you broken yourself. No so disrespect. broken people fixing broken people. 
No, blind can't lead the blind. No disrespect to the people who ask questions like this, but the people who ask questions like this, I really be like, kind of like, eh, that's not a good question to ask. When people say, how do I, like, how, what do, how do I deal with people who are not on the same level as me? I don't like that because you're assuming that your level is greater than theirs when really we're all trash anyway. Like, you can't say that. You cannot. We're not all trash. We're all. I mean, not trash. We're all a work in progress. There are all things. We all have things we all need to work on. We all have toxic traits. We all have skeletons in the closet. We all have things that are not positive that we may need to work on. That's what good relationships do. They show you show each other your mirrors for each other. So you show each other the the not so good things about yourself. But however, however. While you can help somebody and show them, you know, some things they may need to work on, things like that, it shouldn't be like big monumental things. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't be a whole character flaw. Like they lie. You can't like, you know what I'm saying? They're a habitual liar. They're manipulator, con artist. Those are the kind of things that you you probably should not try to. Okay, I'm going to mirror you and show. No, no, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, No, no. That's not the kind of stuff you mirror. Like the things we work on, like as humans, as individuals, it's like, okay, maybe we have some issues with our communication, just slight things like, okay, sometimes I don't tell you when I am feeling sad, but it's not like I don't tell you anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a le- there's levels to the situation, but I, d- I just don't feel like if you feel like you're that, leveled up on somebody that's healthy to think that especially about a spouse you know like I never came into this marriage thinking I'm so far ahead of you in this area or oh he's so far ahead of me in this area well spiritually how did you deal with not being on the same level as Cam and blah blah I never made her feel like she wasn't on my level exactly we never made each other feel like with anything I didn't wake up you know I wasn't studying Praying and fasting, and then get up out of my study and say, "Woman, yeah. you know you to be, you need to be in your word, woman." Well, yeah, but never like, did that on ever. any level. On any level, we never, we never like looked like, down on one another. That's, for that's things. just such a terrible way to treat. We never look, someone that you love with all of your heart. Yeah, we never looked down on on each other for anything. <sighs> like, how that. dare you still be in the bed? And that's how we created that safe space for one another to be ourselves fully. You know what I'm saying? To be my true and honest self with him, we both have that same level of respect. And that's one, that was a good reason for me to say, okay, he's the one because out of all the relationships I've had up until this point, like no other friend, no other boyfriend or any other guy that I've liked has given me space to really be myself and express myself and be honest with myself about who I am and the things that I may need to work on. He never like looked down on me or condemned me or bashed me or, you know, made fun of me for those things. So anything else? I think that's all. I, I mean, we, anymore, we just beating a, beating a dead horse. <laughs> I just hope that we encourage you guys to look at relationships differently because I feel like people look at relationships so unique, futile. Is that a good word? at him so abstractly gotta look it up futile word of the day hey siri what's the definition what's the definition of futile fruitless which word f e u futile means incapable of producing any useful result pointless
Okay, that might be a good word to use in that sentence. People look at relationships in a very futile way. Fruitless is the adjective here that, that Oxford American writers thesaurus gave us. Fruitless, vain. Yep, vain was what I was kind of looking for there. Hollow, empty. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that's a good word. Okay. Um, people look at relationships like that. They don't look at the fruits. Uh, fruits. I'm about to be a preacher like Cam right now. This is how you know somebody is a good person for you. Do they have the fruits of the spirit? There we go. Let's let's go through the list. Just list. You want to make a list? Because y'all love making lists. Make a list of the fruits of the spirit. And then write them all down. And then make two columns. Put your name on one column. And then put the person that you want to be with on the other column. And then go through and put check marks by each fruit of the spirit. And see, do both of y'all have those fruits? Because... If they got the fruits, you got to have the fruits too. <laughs> okay. Obviously, there are some we all need to work on, obviously. Obviously. But the ones that they don't have or not exhibiting that you have not seen, that you cannot give examples for, um, try figuring out if those things are deal breakers for you. Like if somebody does not have patience, is that a deal breaker for you? Do you have patience? No patience. That would be a good question to ask yourself. If, this, if somebody doesn't have long-suffering, <laughs> is patience and long-suffering the same one? It's, it's suffer long, patience. Patience, okay. Let me use a different one then. Obviously, love got to be in there. Joy. Do like, you have joy? Like, both of y'all can't, both of y'all can't have bad tempers. No, yes. Both of y'all can't be right. impatient. So, obviously, some of them you can fill in a you know little bit for that person, but there are some levels of, like, okay, they're so impatient that they don't keep a job. You know what I mean? Like that's a whole nother level of impatient. Like there's levels. There's levels to, to it. There's levels to each fruit. Levels. Obviously some levels is going to be more detrimental to our relationship than others. But just go through the list. Go through the list of fruits. All right. And see how that person lines up with those fruits. And that'll be a good indicator that's a good indicator. That was good. Detrimental. I didn't do that with Cam, but I, I bet you if I went through that list, I'd he'd check a lot of those. Because you have love for me and for other people. More love than I've ever. Man, you just love people. That's so nice. Um, it's in my makeup. Joy. You have the joy of the Lord all the time. It's sweet. It's joy nice. Joy of the Lord. Joy of the Lord. Um, joy of the Lord. You have a lot of strength. peace. You're a very peaceful person. You try to keep the peace, too. I try, I, to, I try to keep the peace. Ludacris tried to disturb the peace. I try uh, to keep the peace. Um, I'm going to start a record label. KTP. Keep the peace. Keeping the peace. Um, <laughs> long suffering. Yeah. Patience. Long suffering. Listen, you suffered long through this job for 10 years. I see you suffer. <coughs> because I don't I operate. See you suffer. I don't make decisions based on my feelings. Come on, son. Oh. And that is patience. That is a lot of patience. He exhibited that. So I Maturity. That. That's the sign of a mature man. Love, joy, peace, long suffering. Can he keep a job for more than 24 months? Gentleness. Let's just speak on this real quick. Cam is the most gen His hands, him and Lexus, the way they touch things is so gentle. You treat things with such gentleness and love and respect. It's like anything he touches, he just, it's just the softest touch. Gentleness is something I'm working on. I'm not gentle. Um, but even the way he delivers things to people, 
He takes his time. Very gentle. That is appreciative. I appreciate that. Because one thing that I've learned in my short 31 years of life is that words really are more powerful mm. than we could have we ever We should do a imagined. whole episode on words. That, that, that's what we, we should do that next week. Because I have some Words are way more powerful than we... We used to say stupid stuff. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words will never hurt me. That's that is the a dumbest lie. thing. That is such That's a lie. That's a lie from the pit of hell. I have so many experiences with how words have There are people that altered. are celebrities right now because of words that people have spoken and they're dealing with insecurities and, and, and all kind of crazy traumas and stuff because of words that people have spoken. If you think real deep right now, just take a moment. Come on, close your eyes. Go with me. Go with me. And just think about something that somebody said that upset you. You could, It could come to your mind quickly. Mm-hmm. Something that somebody said. And you over it. It's been years and years and years. But I remember when such and so. And they may be in a bad predicament now. And you'd be like, mm-hmm. See? Because words. Words. Are so powerful. They are. So now I realize. Listen. As b- growing up, you got to be quick. When you're PK. And then being in my, my family, like, you got to be quick. You got to be quick with your words. So I had to be quick with my responses to jokes and all kind of stuff. So I've just, I've, I've developed Same. being quick. My clapback game is strong. So now, because I'm used to being quick, I'm also quick to examine, okay, I can't say the first thing that comes to my mind because that's going to hurt. So how can I speak the truth with love? How can I speak the truth and lace it with grace? Because that's what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I'm just trying to be more like Jesus. I pray a prayer all the time. I say, God, help me to love people like you love them. And it sucks because I get my heart broken by people all the time. You do. I'd be feeling bad for you. Because I care so much because, because deep down, I want to have a heart like Jesus. I want to love like God loves. That was a good reason. And so. That was one of the reasons. Hey. Um, love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness. Is, are they just a good... Good heart, good hearted, goodness, <coughs> good hearted soul. Are they good hearted? Are you good hearted? Is your heart at the core? Are you a good hearted person? Do you have goodness in you? Something to ask yourself. Joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness. Oh, that's a deep one. Meek. Are you meek? <laughs> Not meek meal. Not meek meal. Not meek, not big meech, Larry Hoover. Meek and mild would be the term. <laughs> Are you mild? I, I don't know if, am I meek? I feel like I'm a little spicy. You're not, you're, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, that's one of those things I have to work on. But Cam is very meek. He's a mild, he's a mild salsa. Um, I am, I am a habanero. Uh, wow. Just a little, just a little kick. There's a little kick in there. Um, meekness is, 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 is something I'm still working on. Faith is a fruit of the spirit. Do they have faith? Boom. How much faith do you have? Good question to ask yourself. Good question to ask yourself. Are y'all rooted in faith? Yo, you can't. The opposite of faith would be what? Doubt. Doubt. If somebody doubts all the time, you wouldn't want to be with them, whether they're a believer or not, no matter what they believe in. If they're just like really like a Debbie Downer, like pessimistic, to the point where you just there's a cloud over them and it's raining all the time. It's a cloud. You know what I'm saying? Faith is seeing beyond that 
And if you're not seeing beyond, beyond that, that, then I don't think we can be together. So beyond that, I'm doing about have faith because then faith is gonna bring you through a lot of tough times. Um, and those are the fruits of the spirit. Against there is no such law. So <laughs> use them wisely. We've that, that I think that I think we've said a lot of great things here tonight. Yes, we have. We have done what needed to be done. We came, we saw, we conquered. Yep. So, well, grace and peace, brothers and sisters in Christ. <laughs> so wonderful to see you all gathered here on this wonderful and auspicious occasion. It actually makes me a little uncomfortable how churchy this podcast has become. <laughs> we can't, I can't help who I am. We it's because y'all caught Cam in the, in the transitional period of his life where he is now just bursting at the seams with preacherness. It's, it's just coming out of him. It's coming out of him. You're turning red from your back. Oh, that's what happens when thy word have I hidden in my heart. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. It's just funny because it's just funny. Proverbs 3 says, and we will write them on the tablet of our heart. Ooh. Well, guys, we're not going to belabor the time. Now, see, there he is. I knew you wouldn't. I knew you would not make it out without doing a Baptist preacher. I give y'all one more. Listen, it's your boy. It's your no, cousin. No, it's your uncle. Kirk, it's your nephew. Keep Kirk. Listen. Where he live. We love you. God bless you. Peace. <laughs> we out, y'all, man. Listen, we truly love you guys. Thank you for the Patreon family. That's that kind of helped this engine go uh, this particular episode. It was, it was a little struggle. It was, but uh, we made it, we made it through. We got it. We got it done. It's not about the size of the dog in the fight. It's about the size of the fight in the dog. So uh, that, that quote had nothing to do with anything, but I just felt like saying it. So it is what it is. Okay. And uh, I, it is you know, what it is. Yeah. I, I deserve, I deserve that for myself, but Hey, uh, until next time, until we meet again, See you guys. Make sure you guys are following us on all of our social media platforms, on all of the podcasting streaming platforms, so you stay up to date with the clips, with sound bites, with stuff that y'all think. Like, even if there's some sound bites that you guys want, you know, type it in the in the comments on the YouTube. Say, man, on thirty on thirty minutes and fifty three seconds, you was really speaking to me. I want yes. Like, let us know so let we us know because people did that on this last episode, which and clips it to was use. it was great. Uh, I was able to go just right to some certain areas. I got another clip coming out too. It's going to be really, it's going to, I believe it's really going to help you guys. So appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, we out. Anything else you want to say? My beautiful wife. You know, I like I the little, you know, I like the little two bangs. Two bangs. Thank you. I appreciate it. I wasn't feeling cute today. You look good. Girl, when I, when I drove past you, was driving, driving in my car. I was like, who is this little spicy little song? <laughs> little brown skin girl, the little orange hair. I said, oh, that's my wife. So I had to honk. I said, beep, beep. I, I was in the Jeep too. You know, I'm cruising. I said, beep, beep. I, I holler. That's funny. I saw the Jeep and I was like, oh, look at Jeep. It looks kind of like mine. Because I, I always want to wave at them because I think that it, I'm in the Jeep, but I'm not in the Jeep. Yeah. So I wave. yeah. But it was you. Every time, like, if I'm driving and I'm not with her and I see her, like, I always honk and or call her. <laughs> I just, I just do. It's because it's like all this. I'd be like, oh, okay, me. girl, where you, where you going? Look at good and stop. Oh, <laughs> all right, guys, listen, we're done. We out. Peace.